back. Yeah, that's not... Like, you don't just keep doing it. There are many things about Ross's character where he is technically correct. Yeah. But wildly inappropriate. Yes. And I don't understand. There's more to life than being technically correct. Would you agree? Yes. Drop a comment below. I guess we've started the episode, huh? If we're referencing the camera, eh? Yes. Real quick, though. If you are one of those people who pipes into a conversation, technically? Is there an end to that sentence? I'm just technically annoyed by that a lot. I mean, you're allowed and also... Everyone is welcome here. Oh, yes. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying that, like. (sighs) You get annoyed. The insertion of that, well, technically, that, that incessant need to correct others feels, can feel, shaming. And it can feel um, like a way to like intellectualize yourself and to like shut other people down in conversations and to like shame them for having. I feel like that can be true. And also sometimes it isn't necessarily that because absolutely like especially um I'm thinking about some of, like, my former students who were Mm -hmm. on the autism spectrum, right? right? Like, where speaking the rules, Mm -hmm. speaking, like, factually is sometimes people's, like, go-to for communication. Mm -hmm. And that isn't inherently a bad thing. And also, I can see how valid it is getting annoyed when you are receiving that also. Yes. So I think there is truth and validity to both things yes absolutely it's tricky i have at least and i say at least because i have two children who have been diagnosed on the spectrum and Mm -hmm. two that haven't been diagnosed on the spectrum um but in our house that happens often um and it creates a lot of tension sure And so we just try to talk a lot about trying to phrase it kindly and pausing to think about whether or not it's adding to the conversation or adding to the topic or helpful in that moment. Because if it's not those things, then maybe maybe you don't need to share it at that moment. Maybe there's a different time you can share that information. That's interesting. I was also reading this really interesting post about um, how those who are neurodivergent Mm -hmm. often get told to fit in with the neurotypical Mm -hmm. way of conversing Mm -hmm. and that perhaps we need to start allowing for um 
like neurodivergent types of communication Mm -hmm. in neurotypical conversations, right? Like that neurotypical humans can be more open or accommodating to some of those things. Um, like that tendency to be like, well, actually, or so I was reading this thing or even info dumping for that matter. Um, so I think it's a really nuanced conversation because I feel like as long as everyone is feeling good about the conversation, yes, then I'm keep on keeping on. Yes. It's, I think it's when people feel feelings about it and yes. is it okay to then bring up those feelings right like if the well actually phrase mm-hmm. set someone off defensively right. Right. maybe be like well so that thing that you said to me made me feel defensive right because it felt like you were attacking or undermining my idea mm-hmm. and instead of like i don't know shutting down a conversation or telling someone how they have to talk. Right. Maybe just express how you feel back. Right. Absolutely. Um, that's definitely true. And there's a lot of, in our house, there's a lot of... Talking about talking? Talking about talking because mm-hmm. we have a lot of neurodivergency in our home. <laughs> like a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, so there is definitely a lot of give and take and and accommodating and for sure um, when things go a little bit sideways there is a lot of cleaning things up and trying to make space for all of the feelings mm-hmm. and how to navigate through those things that's um, beautiful that's yeah, so important yes um a lot of the times when the well technically things come up mm-hmm. it is in a moment of I want to be more correct than you. I want to be more correct than you. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that does inherently inspire defensiveness yes. because it seems like a f- offensiveness. Right. And so we just have tried to, like, instead of saying, no, don't correct anybody, think about, is it helpful? Is it... Um, is it going to how can how can you bring that into the conversation in a way that is mm-hmm. going to be helpful? Does and, it open doors for communication yes. or is it closing doors? Right. Yes. That isn't going to spark uh, World War III. Mm, I get that. Yeah. That being said, you also don't want to like teach a kid to like only communicate based upon how they think the other people were, will perceive them. Right. Because that feels restrictive also. It does. But in in that neurodivergency, there are a lot of times where, um, you know, my kids who are on the spectrum aren't picking up on social signals and social cues. Mm-hmm. And so they need that more explicit yes, conversation yes, and guidance. Yes. So that makes sense. Telling them that they should maybe phrase things and, and have these questions in their head, like a little checklist. Is it helpful? Is it this? Before just letting it fly well, off. And I think that can be important anytime 
any yes. two or more human beings are having a conversation, like knowing your own intentions about what it is that you're saying mm-hmm. can be really helpful. Yes. In fact, that's what helped me um, essentially stop being passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. Because when I noticed that I was being passive aggressive. Actually, at the time, I had a friend and we would call each other out on our like passive aggression yeah. when we heard it because we were both working on it. And yeah, knowing my intention behind what I wanted to say was like, oh, well, I want them to do something or I would like this specific outcome. So then asking myself like, well, how can I get that outcome without like being passive aggressive about it? Oh, the answer is clear and open communication about my desires. (sighs) Well, okay, let me figure out how to do that. Yes. Like, let me figure out how to like not feel shame while asking for what I want explicitly. Because yes. I feel like that's where my passive aggression would come from was it was something that I wanted but didn't feel comfortable speaking that desire yes. explicitly. Absolutely. So. Well, and why do you think that was? Why do you think you didn't feel comfortable asking for things that you desired? Um, I think that I didn't get listened to in the way that I desired to be listened to as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't say that to be hurtful to anyone who knew me as a kid or who was trying to like (laughs) help shape my communication. Um, Yeah, I think I just didn't. feel like what I wanted mattered many times. Yes. I get that. <laughs> we thought, okay, here's a, this is a line. We from, got really deep, really fast. This is a line from, um, the song's called Big Love mm-hmm. by, uh, it's the name of a plant brand. I don't remember right now. Monrovia? Monrovi. Isn't that his name? He's been on my Facebook reels a lot. That's because I like everything he posts. And I'm like on Facebook, like one of his like, I got one of the like top fan badges. Because like I am a super fan. But one of the lines in Big Love is like, um, and you thought that you didn't deserve it. Well, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. <laughs> we do deserve the things yes. that we desire. Yes. So deeply. Mm-hmm. We this was supposed to be a breezy podcast. We said we were gonna sit down mm. and like be chill. Technically, we haven't started. We haven't even introduced ourselves. So <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay, well, um, hi, beautiful humans. Oh, that was really high. Hold on, let's start lower. Uh, uh, Hi, beautiful humans. That sounded like Kermit the Frog a little. (laughs) I'm supposed to be the puppeteer. What are you doing? That's right. You are an official puppeteer now. I'm so excited. 
You just get to go whoop and make that puppet live. Oh, that's right. It would be more like this than this. Yeah. I don't know. This is just, I don't know. That's my whoop. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But yes. Okay. All right, ready? Hi, beautiful humans. There we go. Nailed it. That was it. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to your soul. Welcome. A podcast of belonging for humans exploring their deepest hearts. Yeah. Uh-huh. So good. He thinks. Oh, you're welcome. I've been working on my breath control so I can hold notes longer now. Love that. I know. I used to like wheeze. I was going to say I used to wheeze like Dumbledore and I don't know why. Dumbledore's <laughs> not really wheezy, but like, huh. Maybe I just was thinking of old wizard vibes. Old wizard wheezy vibes. Yeah. But since I've been doing more breath work things. Yes. um, All those voos. All the voos. <sighs> Yes. I've been doing a practice called VU. Wait, did we cue the intro? We can splice it in. There was probably room for it somewhere. Yeah. Or now. One of the two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is just a... It's a hoot. We're a, having a hoot. A hoot. A hoot. A hoot nanny. A hoot nanny. Isn't wow, that a word? It is a word. Yeah, which... It's very southern. I think it's like a southern uh, party. Like, I don't want to be mean, but I think a low class like party, not like a like a a hoot nanny. Yeah, right. Like a barn party. Kind of more well, like that's my vibe. More that than like a cotillion, a soiree. Yeah. No, I'm a hoot nanny kind of gal. I get that for you. <gasps> that outfit that I sent to you with the picnic checks <gasps> on it. Red with picnic checks. Yes. Crop top. Are you getting it? I feel like you should get it. I need to get it. Maybe it's very I get my you. First paycheck. I'm looking at brown. Love that. Or don't. I'd totally you know, whatever. Rock that. <laughs> you at would. the hoot nanny. You would. Very hoot nanny appropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm into it. Um. But so anyway, so I've been doing a practice called Vu that my somatic coach slash bestie Amy um, taught to me that is supposed to help you regulate your nervous system so that you are more in your parasympathetic nervous system than in your nervous fight or flight state. And what that means without all of those words is that it (laughs) expands your window of tolerance, meaning that you can tolerate more intense things situations emotions yeah stress you can tolerate those things without feeling so intensely stressed the f out man Mm -hmm. you get to keep your cool while stressful things happen your body isn't panicked because of the situation that you're in you get to be relaxed inside of your body and so to do that 
she was telling me to chant the word voo um like six to ten times for six weeks like six to ten times a day for six weeks so this is the beginning of week three for my voos as of filming and the way you do it is you just go i'm gonna back the mic up because i think it's gonna be loud um well here I'll speak first and then back the mic up. Um, you breathe deep into your belly and then you will say the word "vu" really low and you're hoping to feel that resonance of the word "vu" V-O-O, resonate in your throat, your chest, and then in your belly space also. You might not feel it in your belly space at the very beginning. Um, so here's what it sounds like. That was so long. That was a good one. Thank you. I can go longer, actually. Wow. So That's I've been so good. really impressed with my, like, with my, yeah, stamina? breath control. Yes. yes. Stamina. Yes. I love that. So, yeah. And sometimes when I do it, I can make an overtone, which I think impressed <gasps> my sister who Ooh. did choir her whole life. Um, Because overtones are when, do you know what an overtone is? Like a head, head, heads noise like kind of yeah. yes so uh head voice. Head voice. just your typical vu is there's a name for that tone but it's essentially like your main resonant tone mm -hmm. and then if your face muscles like the muscles like behind your eyes and like behind your cheeks mm -hmm. are relaxed enough it will start to vibrate a like type tone over mm -hmm. what over the main sound that you're yeah. producing and so I was talking to my sister about it because I didn't know I was like sometimes I hear two sounds is that like what happens in Gregorian chant and she's like yes they're called overtones and she seemed really impressed that I was able to make them yes so I was really excited about it <gasps> that is so exciting and that's when she told me about um that you can achieve that by making your like face relaxed yes enough. Because it won't happen if your muscles are too tense. Mm -hmm. So I it was happening randomly to me. But now that I knew that like that's how yes. you do it, I've been able to do it much more often now, mm -hmm. which is so cool. Yes. So that's what that's the practice that I've been adopting lately mm -hmm. since this, since we were gonna do this episode on like what's up with us lately. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like having an official theme. So I've been really enjoying that practice that quite so a lot neat. the i i know a kind of a cheat yeah to get to the overtone oh what's that so if you raise your eyebrows really high mm -hmm. and you like try to imagine your ears are trying to like reach up and touch themselves on the tip of your okay uh-huh and then you do it and then you try to relax your face, but keep thinking that your ears are trying to touch each other up here. 
Okay. Your ears are still reaching. Your ears are reaching up here. Okay. But your face is relaxed and your eyebrows are up. Uh-huh. But your ears are reaching. That should get you there every time. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I just ask myself, how could my eyeballs feel more relaxed now? Okay. Because whenever I get an overtone, it tickles the back of my eyeballs. Yes. And it's weird as shit. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was, I was going to ask my sister if that was normal. Is yes. that normal yeah. to feel yes. it tickle your yes. eyeballs? Yeah. Okay, great. Because I'll, it just, it vibrates. Your whole face. Yeah. The inner, the innards. Of oh your face. yeah. The ears yeah. vibrate a lot to yes. your inner ear. It's That's odd. why I picture, what I picture is like my ears growing little. <laughs> this is so weird. Hi, guys. You know me by now. I <laughs> uh, love you. Uh, I picture my ears growing little, like, arms <laughs> and, like, reaching up to hold hands on top of my head. Oh, little ear hands. Yeah. That's so cute. And, like, when I imagine they're holding hands, like, it feels like it helps with the inner vibration tickles. Okay. Well, hold on. I'm going to try it again. Okay. <laughs> Well, I could hear it. Could you hear yeah, it? Yeah, I could hear it. Okay. They, they could see me. Uh, if you're watching, you could see me. I was like, hey, hey look at this yeah. one. Check her out. <laughs> Yay! Okay, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Did the hand holdies make it feel less vibrating? Yes, actually. Good. Yeah, I feel like once I once I imagine them like holding hands, like it feels like it stabilizes a lot of the like inside vibration. The vibiness. I kind of yeah. like the vibiness sometimes. Yeah. though. Yeah, I do too. But like it tick. But I get I'm super ticklish. So like, you'll it it'll make, giggle it, you right it out does. of it. Like it makes me feel like I need to like. Ah! Oh, that's Be cute. It just it feels like someone's like gently caressing like the inside of my ears. Oh yeah. Or like gently caressing the backs of my eyeballs, even though oh. that sounds kind of creepy. Oh, it started raining. Ooh. I don't know if the mics will pick that up, but it sounds real luscious. It is. It's a good rain. Yes. I want to go play in the rain. I haven't played in the rain in forever. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. We, in high school, we used to go, well, I used to, I guess, I got friends to do it with me every yeah. now and again. We would go sit on the driveway in the rain and yes. just chill. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. High school. Weird, fun vibes. Oh, yeah. We would do so much stuff that, like, as an adult, I don't think I make a lot of time for. Like, we would just go grab a Jones soda from the Hy-Vee and go sit by the lake. And just, like, drink our soda and chit-chat and be weird. And I had a friend who would get double-stuffed Oreos and bring those. Mm -hmm. And we would just chill. Probably not great from a sugar content perspective. (laughs) I get a a blue icy from the Hy-Vee gas station. Cute. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the sitting in the rain on the driveway, we would do that. I'm trying to think of anything else like outdoorsy. My friend Laura and I would lay in her driveway in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. And look at the stars. We would do that, too. Yeah. We were also really drunk. 
Oh, well, I was very straight laced in high school. So I pretended to be. <laughs> I also pretended to be. And then every time I was not, my mom would find out oh. every time. Cindy Vavra would know. Cindy, one time. Yeah, she was on it. One time we went to Walgreens to get silly string before we went to a movie. And I didn't tell my mom that we were going to Walgreens first. So I just told her that we got to the theater okay. And then the receipt for the silly string fell out of my friend's pocket. And she was like, when were you guys at Walgreens? I'm like, I'm a good kid. I just went to the Walgreens. Silly string does not smell of a good we did it outside. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. You're we good. didn't do it you're inside. I thought, you were like, I thought you were going to like silly string in the movie theater. Oh, no, 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 like, no. We got it. straight. It was someone's was... birthday. Okay. It was one of our friends' okay. birthday. And we were meeting them there. So we got silly string to silly string them when we saw them oh, for their birthday. Like silly string doesn't like stain or no, anything. I just tried to buy a bunch of silly string for my kids. And my partner was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I was like, we'll do it outside. I mean, environmentally, I don't know if it's good we'll or not. We'll pick it up. Oh, fair. It picks up in clumps. I think. I don't know that we had plans to clean it up. I don't remember that part. I just remember getting in trouble and getting grounded. Oh, nuts. Well, because I lied. Yeah. I said we got to the theater, not that we went to Walgreens. I omitted. Yes. <sighs> it's okay. It's fine. So I just was a good kid. If you are listening and not watching, I just made a really sad face (laughs) into the camera. (laughs) With some air quotes over that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, because what is good? Only you can decide for yourself what is good. And only you can prevent forest fires. That is also true. Was it my cadence? Did that do it for you? I think it was just the phrasing. (laughs) Only you can insert forest fire here. No, wait. No, no, insert phrase about. Yes. No. Prevent. Prevent, not insert. I said the wrong thing. Look. Be disappointed. Smokey can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I am sorry, Smokey. You don't have to suck it. You're a very nice park ranger bear. Probably successful metaphor for not setting things on fire. I don't know. Should be burning. Hmm? I said, I don't know. Should be burning. Well, that's unfortunate and sad. <laughs> yeah. Be responsible when you are out in nature. And even when you're driving in your car, don't throw your lit shit out the window. Like, at least put it out first. Uh, And don't throw it out the window. I mean, yeah, that would be ideal to not litter. That would be great. Just don't throw it out the window. Put it in a fucking can and throw it away in an actual garbage can later. Because you don't know for sure if your shit has been put out efficiently enough to not spark some sort of brush fire. Don't be starting shit on fire. Don't throw your shit out the window. A PSA brought to you by Ashley Gleason. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees and the brush. And the bees? And the bees. The trees and the bees and the brush and the rushes. Yeah. I don't know if rushes was the perfect word, but it It rhymed. And that's what my head thought of. 
I liked it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's what songwriting is. You insert what you think and maybe it works out. Maybe it stinks. Mm -hmm. I mean, ask Taylor Swift. That's probably how she does it. I don't know. How is the songstress go? How do we feel about songstress? I still don't like the word songstress. You loved it the first day I said it. I love the idea, but it's like too mythical for me. It feels too Made siren up. song. I'm going to lead you to your doom. I think I have really strong ties to the term writer, which is why I like mm. songwriter. Um, but also maybe I need to loosen up and let myself be a little bit more whimsical too. So, but you're not just writing the songs; you're singing them as well. Sometimes poorly, and yet I say to myself that done is better than perfect. You know, like, yes, for sure. Did I just see a TikTok about how you should always do a vocal warm up before you sing? I did. Why? Because she's a vocal coach. Probably so that your, like, vocal cords are more lubricated before you try to hit really complicated things mm -hmm. so that you don't damage them would be my guess listening to my sister go through so much mm -hmm. choir stuff in the past. Yes. Um, <clears throat> couldn't you also say, though, that... That vocal warm-up is considered singing. Mm-hmm. So you're singing. I think it's more to protect your vocal cords before you go for like a really high or low note that's like pushing your range. But your warm-up is singing. So yes. you're singing. Yes. So how are you supposed to warm up before you sing if you're singing is the warm-up? I mean, there are also other vocal warm-ups that aren't necessarily singing specifically. Yes, I'm just saying. Because I know 9,000 of them for speech. Yes, I'm just saying. You <laughs> can also just sing. If your heart feels like singing, then sing. I do. I sing all day. Good. Literally all day. Good. Great. Good. And I love that. Fred knows. He knows that Ooh. I sing to him. He's right down there, He's, he's laying down right at our... Mm -hmm. Right by the couch where we're sitting. That's so cute. With a belly just looking like it needs a pet. So maybe I'll do that. Hold on. Bear with me while I give my dog a belly pet. He's so sweet. Oh, I'm so sweet. Frederico. I think the rain has him sleepy. Yes. Yeah. Sweet boy. Well, that and he and Rose were <laughs> manic this morning. They were. You like, didn't even see it. It's oh, from the seven o'clock hour. Oh, they my were goodness. bananas. That's so silly. They stripped our bed right <laughs> after I made it. I was like, come on, guys. Like, had the fitted sheet up and off the corner. Oh, my goodness. Nerds. This is why we try and close the bedroom door. Because Rose by herself ripped holes in two of our sheet sets. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Kayla Malfart noise. Yeah, that's how I feel about that, you guys. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> Sheets are expensive sometimes. Yes, they are. That place that I found where I got the air mattress, uh -huh. I bought a king-size sheet set of decently, decent thread count mm -hmm. sheets. Nine bucks. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to peruse there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So any who's all. Vu's singing. Vu's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give him a shot. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like deep existential things that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it in the episode airing after this one. So you'll you'll Ooh. get like a mini repeat after this. Um, but I really tried to make some space for myself last night to feel through some of my lingering grief. Yes. Um, surrounding my dad's stroke from seven years ago because he is still with us and also is not the same person that he was before the stroke. And sometimes that's really hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think I there there are always like new waves and new levels to me feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Um so I gave myself some space to cry and sit with myself, which and it actually wasn't as intense as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um which was kind of nice actually. Yeah. Mhm. Do you think that that is because you have begun to give yourself space and room to feel your feelings more regularly probably i mean yeah um i think the more that you're not bottling things up yeah the less explosive it feels when you do let yourself feel it yes um and i was a little afraid of this specifically because I knew that I probably had stuff bottled up from years ago right. that I've been like slowly feeling through. Mm-hmm. Um, and two nights ago when the feeling actually came up for me authentically, right. I shoved it down because I did not feel adequately prepared in that moment to experience those feelings. Right. And I think the feeling seemed bigger because I was struggling to shove them down oh. rather than just letting them out. And I think if I had just let them out, I would have also seen then that it wasn't as big of a deal. Um, but I sat on it for another couple days, which is a valid choice. And also, am I honest in the fact that my discomfort was probably worse because I did that? Because then I spent two days being scared of those feelings and also kicking myself or not letting myself feel it in the moments. And then also trying to not feel bad and not guilt trip myself because all of my emotions are valid, even the ones that keep me afraid. It was a whole big thing. Can I ask you maybe a hard question? You can ask me any question you want. Do you think that you maybe put it off because there is a piece there that in that discomfort of mm-hmm. shoving it back down and putting it aside and sitting in that discomfort a little longer for a few more days, mm-hmm. there is a little bit of familiar discomfort. For sure. That's comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And All of that gets to be valid, right? right? I know it to be true that when I let myself bottle Mm -hmm. instead of feel, I know logically that I am prolonging that discomfort. It's still going to be there. What happened is that I just had this like little cloud of discomfort like Mm -hmm. following me throughout my day. Right. And for like two days. And it was, I was speaking with Carrie. I was like, what's really funny is that 
this little cloud of discomfort that I'm now consciously aware of Mm -hmm. has been there this whole time. Yes. Right? Like the discomfort of holding on to an emotion in your body mm-hmm. we is always there. Yes. We just aren't necessarily always consciously aware of it, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that happened a long time right. ago. Yeah. For sure. So when I was consciously aware of it, I was like, God, this really is impacting how I am living my day, right. how I am allowing myself to feel, mm-hmm. how I'm a letting, allowing myself to vibrate, right? right? And so it was a really beautiful lesson in letting me know that I am on the right track when I let myself feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. It was a really beautiful lesson in helping me to engage with myself once again Mm -hmm. because it gets to be okay that there was a part of me who didn't feel prepared to feel those feelings who was scared of them and wanted to feel a little bit safer before she felt them Mm -hmm. like that's valid that is pure like inner child I'm scared of deep emotions I don't feel prepared for it yet right that gets to be valid I don't need to guilt myself for that. Mm-hmm. And also, it's valid for a part of me to feel guilty when I know the process that will help me. Yes. That is also a valid feeling. Right. And it was just a beautiful invitation for me to return to those affirmations that I have for myself of I love myself in all ways, always, including yeah. my guilt, including my fear. I forgive myself in all ways, always, Mm -hmm. including the part of me that wanted to push forward to feel and including the part of me that wanted to hold back. Yep. And I am grateful for myself in all ways, always. Yes. Because the urge to stay safe in a pattern that has been replicated and is familiar Mm -hmm is an appreciable thing like she just wants to help just in an old way instead of a new way and it's okay if it takes a bit of time to get those two parts of you on the same page and if you find yourself you guys who are listening and watching if you find yourself in a place where you're noticing these parts of you having conflicting ideals, having conflicting desires, go to the description of this episode and there's a link to learn the peace talks method, which is what I've created through my self-love business, Braveheart Open Mind. And the peace talks method essentially helps you to bridge that gap between those twisty conflicting parts of you and actually feeling peace and actually choosing a new way. And I use it on myself all the time. Like, that's part of what helps me to be able to hold that duality of all parts of me get to be valid. Yep. Even when society in the past has taught me that they shouldn't be or I shouldn't like them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's where I am on that. So I feel so much better today having felt through that. Good. Because I I was especially feeling guilty because 
earlier today, for those of you listening as of recording this, we filmed an episode on grief, on how to love yourself through grief, which should be when you're listening to this coming out the week after. Yep, that'll be next time. Yes. Such a good one. It's going to be so good. So good. And I was like, Kayla Opal Vavra Clark. Get it together. You can't do this episode authentically if you're hiding from grief. And then I was like, Kayla Opal Vavra Clark, hiding from grief is also part of the co- like the process yeah. sometimes. So no matter what, it is okay. You can be okay in all of it. Did you have that realization after we had talked, after we spoke last night? I don't know if it was before or after, to be honest with you. Okay. Because Carrie and I had been talking a lot about it. Okay. I had been telling him, like, this is imminent. I know that I will have to feel these feelings soon. Okay. Like. Okay. Um, so I don't remember if that was before or after. Okay. I know letting myself feel the feelings was yes. after. Okay. But I think I had already made the decision that that was happening. Okay. Um. Because, yeah, it needed to happen one way or yeah. another. and. I felt really good having done it prior to that episode. And also if I hadn't, I was prepared to feel okay with it too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So that's that's where I currently am. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big stuff. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grab a little extra. Karma Coffee. Karma Coffee. Our sponsor, Karma Coffee, says hello to you. And if you live in Omaha, go get yourself a cup of Karma Coffee. Put a little karma in your cup. hey <laughs> Not an official jingle. <laughs> yes. No, not an official uh, Well, they put a little karma in your cup. That is their phrase, but the uh, song. Yeah. Not official. <laughs> I mean, Tracy, what you think? I mean, yeah, Tracy, let us know. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So how are things with you, Chicky Boo? Where are you at? <sighs> well, um, we spoke a little bit last night. I had that a call, that call with... Um, a coach? A coach, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and we talked through... A couple big things. Um, one of the biggest things that I was talking with her about was I have a desire to make money doing what I love to do. Yes, 1000%. Um, with Fable Designs and with our podcast. And like, I want to be able to do the things that I love doing mm-hmm. and have that be able to sustain yeah 1000 percent my life uh and can i interrupt you yes. for just a second because yeah. i feel like this is a really good time to bring this up yes because speaking of mm. the podcast like being successful and picking up steam yes. and hopefully one day like supporting us yeah what we wanted to do with you guys watching and listening is invite you to share the podcast um three times 
with someone on social media. Like it could be you texting a really good friend like, hey, I think you'd love this episode. Or it could be like sharing something on your grid on Instagram or like sharing a Facebook post. Mm -hmm. We wanted to invite you to share the podcast thrice, three times, screenshot those three shares Mm -hmm. and then email the pictures, those pictures of your screenshots to yoursoulwelcome at Mm gmail.com. And in exchange for that, we wanted to offer you from Braveheart Open Mind, you will have access to, oh, let's see, what did I decide? It was my, um, mini retreat called Unearthing Secrets of Your Soul Self. So you'll just get that. It's not a thing where like one lucky winner who shares will get it. Like if you email us, you will get a link back with your free mini retreat Yay! for Unearthing Secrets of Your Soul Self. And then I think Ashley had a thing yes. that she was going to share for you too. Yes. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Was it oh. just a, 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 what was it? I don't remember. Was it just a snake? It might have been. I don't remember. We'll double check, but at the very least. <laughs> at the very least, you get a stick. Oh, it was oh, going to no, be a coloring sheet. Oh, you were going to do a coloring sheet. sheet. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the back pocket besties. Yes. So you will also get a printable coloring sheet. Yes. So if you email us your three screenshots. Yes of sharing the podcast, then we will hit reply and send you your links to your mini retreat and to your coloring sheet. Yes. Exclusive. Yes. So, I mean, the mini retreat is not exclusive right. to the podcast. Uh, okay. The <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Sheet, the coloring sheet will be exclusive. I love that. That's cute. Yes. Yay. Hooray, hooray. Hooray, hooray. Um, so... There's that, you guys. I hope you enjoy that so much. Yes. Um, we just kind of wanted to keep capitalizing on the steam yeah. that we are picking up here because our subscriber list just keeps yes. growing across all of the platforms. So I felt like that related really beautifully yes. to what you Thank were saying you. because the things that bring us joy yes. can also be avenues for receiving. Yes. And that can be true for us and true for those of you guys listening and watching. Yes. It, it doesn't have to be hard. It, yes. it can get to be easy. Yes. And fun. Yes. So link back into yes. what you were speaking about. You have this beautiful yes. coaching session. I did. I had a beautiful coaching session um, with a gal named Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And she and I were talking and... My main issue was that I really wanted and want to um, make money doing these things that I love. And as we were talking about it, I was talking about how grateful I have been in the things that I have been receiving from doing these things, Um, from doing the podcast with Kayla. I have... you had an amazing time. Um, I've learned so many things. Uh, we have met so met many cool, so people. many amazing people. We've heard so many amazing stories from people. Um, we've made great connections. Um, we've got our amazing sponsor, Karma Coffee. Ah, I love it. And like, I'm just in 
every time something is happening and every time we get a notification or a comment or or something or mm-hmm. uh somebody joins our back pocket bestie club, club yes over on the on the patreon patreon yeah like i just like my whole heart melts and i squeal and i jump around <laughs> and i do a happy dance and i'm just like thrilled beyond measure and i'm just like i feel like i am just so incredibly grateful already yes and i feel that by wanting more it feels like i am um saying that i am not grateful enough Uh like like yeah that's cool but i want more Mm -hmm. and so we kept talking and so we came back around and and identified that kind of as my limiting belief right Mm -hmm. that um wanting wanting more more doesn't negate your gratitude right right um and so we worked through that mm-hmm. and um did a process and kind of shuffled that belief around mm-hmm. and um it was a process called single belief change rooted in neurolinguistic programming yes it was first of all it was fun yes it's it's a technique that works with your mind not necessarily your body and your spirit yet. Yes. Um, but it's very good for mindset reframing. Yes. And I, I had a tremendous amount of fun with it. I think mm-hmm. I have a very vivid imagination. And like when, when it comes to picturing things, like I see things so clearly mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, so picturing these things was really fun for me like Mm -hmm. creating a picture in my mind to then like swap out and and do these things for um it was fun and then like at the end you know she asks to to you to reread the the limiting belief or whatever Mm -hmm. and like i read it and i was like that doesn't feel like me anymore that sounds so silly like (laughs) what (laughs) and so it is it's just it was such a a really great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it feels really good to kind of be on the other side of that and to realize that being grateful and having gratitude, it does not, it does not negate me. It does not do anything if anything it op- it helps to open the windows and the doors to for sure more so more gratitude begets more gratitude yeah. for sure so if you guys great. are interested in neurolinguistic programming i have a program on my braveheart open mind website a little self-love course called homecoming and it teaches you some of the beginnings and nuances that include neurolinguistic programming helping yourself with your mindset and then we also bring in practices that help you to align your body and your spirit also so that braveheart open mind stuff is always down in the description you can find it there anytime what I was going to ask you yes. is after doing that very yes. like mental thing yes. and after our phone call last yes. night, did you do a physical practice? Oh, yes. I got yeah. up and danced around. And, 
yes wiggled it out love that oh yeah always good to invite the body to feel Mm -hmm. what the mind just processed through absolutely because releasing something from your mind and releasing something from your body (sighs) are two different things sometimes for sure Mm -hmm. like that phrase when you know better you do better Mm -hmm. or uh knowledge is power like that's only true to a degree like knowledge is only power if you act on it right like if you have that physicality Mm -hmm. alongside it yes so yeah inviting inviting the body into the equation i'm all about because i spent so long not having my body connected to what i was doing at all yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely yes and it can it gets to be as simple as dancing it out yes dancing it out for sure um you have to leave don't you yeah pretty soon Uh, we started this really late didn't we i guess well we did our intro really late been a really long time looking up things about queer eye yeah we did (laughs) it was a necessity it really well queer eye in general is a necessity if you have not hopped on the queer eye train i all fully aboard. recommend it. All aboard. Whoop, whoop. Honestly, if Queer Eye wants to sponsor us, I will recommend them every episode. I'll recommend them anyways. That's true. But also, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Queer Eye needs sponsorship. I no. think they are just really beloved yes, by all. They really are. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, that's where we are right now. Yeah. That is where we are feeling through things, doing the inner work for ourselves, by Mm -hmm. ourselves, with a coach, yes, with a therapist, you know, just making the most of the resources that we have accessible and helping ourselves to feel safe along the way. Because I was not feeling safe the other night when... (laughs) When those feelings first came up, yeah. and that gets to be okay. Yeah, I'm glad you were okay. able to navigate through and find space to mm-hmm. feel those feelings out. Well, because at this point, it's inevitable. I know this about myself. Mm-hmm. Once I am consciously aware of a thing, I cannot let the thing Fester. go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like one of my gallop strengths back when I. <laughs> Back when I gave a shit about things like gallop strengths. I don't even, I don't, I never took that. Oh, we were required to for my school district. The whole district did it. Um, One of mine is called restorative. (gasps) And it's when you see a problem, you you must fix the problem. Like you need to fix the problem. That's probably one of mine too. Um, So, which the word itself is very beautiful. Like to restore. Like to, to see a problem and to like bring new light, bring new life. And I love that about myself. And what that means is that once I am consciously aware of my shit, I got to work on the shit. (laughs) I can't not. So now that I know that that's just a part of who I am, that Mm -hmm. is inevitable that I will work on my shit. I feel a lot more relaxed about it. it. It becomes easier to let myself let things be for a day or two. 
and it makes it easier to be like, well, I'm finally starting. I mean, yeah. did I did I procrastinate last night by being on Facebook? Yes. Multiple times. Yeah. The process of getting myself and my box of Kleenexes to my bed was a long one because I kept like sidetracking myself. <laughs> little side little, quests. A little bit of avoidance. What? Me? Avoidant? <laughs> my therapist would never agree with you. <laughs> she would agree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, But that's the other thing. Even though I know that I'm avoidant, now that I know that I'm avoidant and I know that eventually I won't be avoidant, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of the pressure off. Yes. Um, Because I know that I'm eventually not going to avoid it. Right. I'll dive right in. I'll put on a nice song that makes me feel good and cry in my bed. Yep. Or whatever activity I have deemed a part of the process. Yeah. For moving things around my body, releasing energy. Oh, gotta make an energy work song. <sighs> Energy, 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 energy. I don't know why, but that's where my brain immediately went. Like a choo-choo train, like... I love it. I'm, love it. I'm, I'm with it. That's all I got. I mean, that's a great start. Love that for us. Uh, what day are we at her company in June? Uh, June 18th. June 18th. So, my lovely friends, in two days, come see us. Yes, in two days from when you're listening to this, well, or when this days. comes out. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> we will be out at her company in Omaha. So if you are local, come see us on Sunday. We'll have free stickers and smiling faces. So true. And hopefully some sort of sunshade. <laughs> <laughs> or lots of sunscreen again. Yes, and a hat. Oh, yeah, I do definitely need to get a hat. Yeah. That was... My I had hair a hat, was not great. My hair was not great under my hat, but... Well, but you have the cute hat. I was looking at that picture that Andrea took of us, the three of us yes! together, and I was like, my hair looks like just flat. We. It was a hot day. It was so hot. But that picture was still so cute. You two are really cute. You are so cute. Stop it. Say two positive things about yourself right now. Um, I love how vibrant I am. <gasps> Me too. And I love how free I feel and yes. am. Yes. Yes. Good job. You did it, Big Bird. Thank you for making me say nice things about myself. You're welcome. Uh, my face looks really great in that picture. Yeah. 10 out of 10 on my face. Yes. It's a great picture. Mm-hmm. It's like a three out of ten for my hair in that picture. But overall, the picture is really a ten out of ten because we were smiling and we were happy and it was a great day. Can you identify where Kayla needs to do some self-work? <laughs> <laughs> it's my hair. I've got hair complexes. Well, her hair it's looks so real thin. cute today. Thanks. I love the pony oh, with a little scrunchie. Little number. bobby pony. I feel I like I'm it. straight out of the 50s. I just I need a poodle skirt. <laughs> I have a poodle skirt. You can borrow it anytime. Oh, of course you do. Wait, I'm going to need that purple wig that you have, though. Okay. When? I don't know. Right. I thought it was hypothetical. You took that very seriously. Oh, okay. I do have a purple wig. 
And a pink one. Well, if I'm going to wear a poodle skirt, it will be with a purple wig. It's a pink skirt? Pink poodle skirt? Yeah. Yeah. Pink skirt, purple wig. That feels like yeah. a vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want the pigtails with it? Oh, is it in pigtails? Well, the no, purple the, wig. The purple wig is just like a, like yeah. A I thought it was just wig, very like lush. But there's clip-in <laughs> pigtails that go on it. Wait, what do you call them? Badonkadonks? No, not badonkadonks. Wackadoos. Wackadoos. The the little buns on top of your head. Mm-hmm. Wackadoos. That's funny. I mean, I'm open to wackadoos. All right. Whatever. I mean, we did already decide that you guys can pick our Halloween costumes for our Halloween episode. Yes. So I guess start thinking about what you would like us to be in yes. for that. We are going to take some suggestions. I think we're going to put up a poll we closer will. to yes. the Halloween time. Uh-huh. Pickles are on the table as a Pickles costume. Pickles are so on the table. I'm not prepared to say why Pickles are on the table yet. <laughs> Um, maybe on a back pocket besties yeah. club episode, we'll yeah, we'll talk about that there. <laughs> I don't, I don't think we need to talk about it on the whole big yes. white internet. No, I'm just so glad I'm partial to this information right now. <laughs> okay, well, if you want the skinny on that, we'll put it on the back pocket besties club. Oh yeah, so uh, the back pocket besties club. She's just five dollars a month, and you get extra content and you get access to uh, some of the things we uh, cannot post on YouTube. Well, are not willing to as of right now post on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Um, and you get a free month of <gasps> Ashley's Fabled Designs. Snail mail. You'll get snail, snail mail. mail. Yes. Exactly to you. Mm-hmm. And then you also receive access to another one of Braveheart Open Minds <gasps> courses, little self-love experiences. Hooray, hooray. Oh, that's right. So, okay, let's circle back. So sorry, you guys. Okay. When you share your three pictures of you sharing the podcast episode, you will not be getting unearthing secrets. Of, oh, no. <laughs> secrets of your soul self. So sorry. I confused it. That is what people in the Back Pocket Besties Club get. They get <gasps> okay. unearthing secrets of your soul self. Okay. You guys will be getting a um, another mini retreat called um, Enter Into the Abyss. <gasps> It's like abyss, but with bliss. Uh-huh. Um, so that will be what you guys get in exchange. That's so amazing. Yes, yes, yes. And you still get your exclusive coloring page. PDF. Yes, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And also, please feel free to share with more than three people. Yes. Just three is what will get you the cool free shit. Free, free shit. shit! <laughs> Literal same tones, yes. too. Oh, on we that did it, note. Big Bird. Yeah, okay, did. on that note, we love you guys so fucking much. So much. Like, with all of our big fucking hearts. Oh, yeah. Like, just... Ah! Like, so I much. just... It radiates. Can you feel it? Can you feel it listening in, like, your little earbuds? 
Can you feel it in your eyeballs if you're watching? Like, can you see the radiation of the love? Because I can feel it. I can feel it deep in my chest and sort of in my throat. It's so much love that I have for you. We're creating loving community. Hey, do you want to shove one more thing into this episode? Yes, I do. Please join our soul fellowship. Soul fellowship. So we created a free community on Facebook now. The face place. The face place. Yes. <laughs> on the face place because that's the easiest place to do groups. Yeah. That is not a lot of effort. Like I would rather put the effort into conversations with you guys yes. than into like some yes. learning some other yes. technical thing. So we're on the face place. Yeah. Face place. And the group is called Soul Fellowship. A self-love safe space. Yeah. And we've already got 202 people last we checked (gasps) inside of it. So get yourself inside of it. That sounded a little (laughs) creepy, but I stand by it. Yeah. Because if you're joining the Soul Fellowship, you know how it goes here. Yeah. We get a little weird up in here. What, what? Well, because that's because we're real, our real selves yeah, on this podcast. For sure, for like, sure. that's why it gets weird because yeah. we're weird and we love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you really have to take your children someplace, though. So, yeah, I do. <gasps> love you, bye. Love you, bye.